Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. And from music video sins, Barrett Share. I'm raising the roof. Oh, he is. I can oh, see it. Oh, is. oh, here he it is. is. He is raised. Oh, it's raised. It's oh, raised. he just did a bunch of damage. Oh, that's too. gross. Um, <laughs> um, today, we're going to be doing another edition of Guess the Goose. <gasps> Yeah, we have officially uh, rotated around to where Barrett is the host again, and it will be Chris versus Jeremy part two. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I tell you what, man, this is uh, this is always like one of my favorite things that we do. Mm -hmm. I uh, gotten a lot of good feedback from the the listeners too. My wife said you're in a good mood today, and I said that's because it's a a zero prep podcast, and b we're playing (laughs) the goofs game again, and that's genuine fun. (laughs) (laughs) This is I'll run through the rules real quick again. So this is our official syncast game, TM, uh, called Guess the Goofs. Uh, We look at the IMDb page for several movies in the goofs section, which a lot Mm -hmm. of people think that. uh, uh, we derive cinema sins, sins from not the case, and <clears throat> you'll see why. Okay, um, a quick look at the goof section. <laughs> will... The goofs are not goofy. Yes, <laughs> we'll divorce you of that notion. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is it's Chris versus Jeremy. I will be the questioner. the The next host of Jeopardy will be me because mm-hmm. of how good this is gonna go. Uh, and because nobody else wants to get hired. Well, and some bad tweets have resurfaced about our last host, Chris. No, yeah. And oh, so yeah. he has stepped down <laughs> from the now, uh, so he can undergo sensitivity training. Damn it. I knew turn. Twitter would come back to haunt me. Right. Yes. <laughs> you of all people. Of all the people. The only guy without a Twitter account. Yeah, somehow, some way, Twitter got me. I don't know I'm how, but they found me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through five rounds, uh, <laughs> one movie a piece uh, for each person. So 10 movies overall for each of those movies, you will get up to four clues slash goofs mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. associated with that movie at the end of whenever you would like uh, you can answer. <laughs> if you do not get it, that the other person has a chance to steal. So if you want to get it in one, you get it in one. Uh, if you want to get it in four, you get it in four. Uh, the person, if there is a tiebreaker, which there was, or there, there is a tie at the end of uh, how many you guys get, which there was the last time you guys duped it out, 
uh, the person with the least amount of clues needed will be the tiebreaker. Mm. Uh, so mm. people at home, people listening, people in the car, people at work, people jerking off, people in the shower, mm. maybe all three, maybe yeah. all four. Yeah, mm. I was about to say. Uh, feel free to play along. Yell at your uh, your phone uh, as we proceed. Are you guys ready? Uh, yes. Not at all. <clears throat> I think I'm going to do terribly, but yes. yes. Yes, I can sandbag better than Chris. I'm <laughs> gonna I have lose. a coin right here. <laughs> oh, is that for ask, the tiebreaker? Tie I'm going to ask Chris to call it, oh. and uh, he will get the first or second. All right, ready? Uh, tails never fails. It is heads. Ah, Jeremy, you have the first question or the first movie. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know. Um, yes, I'm going to. Yes. I think I am leading in the FedEx standing FedEx cup standings of guess the goofs. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you have, I think you, yeah, you have two wins. Chris has one and Barrett has none. Well, he, well, you know, next time it'll be me and Barrett will redeem himself. Perhaps. Um, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's do it. Here are my years, by the way, we are going to narrow it down by each round for years. As I was telling Chris before the show, uh, we normally do these in five-year increments. Daddy done fucked up, mm-hmm. and I jumped ahead six years uh, on one of this. So we're doing 1992, 1997, mm. 2003. That's right. 2008 Fuck. and 2013. How I did this? Je ne sais pas. But okay. you know what? It doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't really fucking matter. So, then. (laughs) What matters is that Jeremy's first movie and first goof takes place in 1992. 1992. Seminal year for us, for movies. We all were really getting in there. All right, first goof. 1992 movie. In the shower, we see the face cloth go all the way into the drain. The next time we see the floor of the shower, the top two inches of the face cloth are showing. Well, any movie with a shower is all right by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go you with do. another clue. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> We're done, folks. Yep. <laughs> all right. Second goof. In Miami, Martin mm. says in voiceover that the main character hadn't been in the U.S. for more than seven years. Something about a statute of limitations. But in another scene, the main character said he'd been to Dollywood. At the time this movie came out, Dollywood had only existed for six years. Prior to 1986, the park was named Silver Dollar City. Miami, Dollywood, statute of limitations. What has a six year, what has a seven year statute of limitations? This movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Do you remember? I remember when it was called Silver Dollar City. Chris, do you remember uh, I that? don't. No, uh, not at all. We went to uh, Gatlinburg back in those days. Um, and I remember, we didn't go to the park, but I remember passing it in Pigeon Forge. I'm almost certain, though, as a kid, I probably went there. I just don't remember it. Only been in the U.S. for seven years. Said he'd been to Dollywood. <laughs> Silver dollar right, again. All right, next one. Yeah, you are squarely in the time where if I saw movies in the theater, 
I was lying to my parents about it, and it was rare because I was, you know, living at home. This is I'm in high school at this point. I know about six or seven movies I saw in this particular era, but I don't think any of them are this. So I might be fucked. Hit me. All right. Next clue. <clears throat> the lifeboat for the Wanderer appears and disappears throughout the entire movie. In the first scenes, it is on the cabin roof to the left of the steering wheel. It is, later on, it is sitting in the cradle that was designed to hold the lifeboat. Soon after, it's on the deck sideways. Then the boat is nowhere to be seen at all. Then it is back again, and so on for the entire movie. You know who's on the deck sideways? Me. I'm <laughs> on the deck sideways. I'm not sitting <laughs> that, in the that cradle. Goof was on the deck sideways. I'm not sitting in the cradle designed to get this question correct. <laughs> it's a 1992 movie with a boat, and it's somehow... Well, that one didn't come out in 92. Give me the last clue, you devil. The last clue, you devil. When the Harvey family is trying to get back on the boat from San Juan, Benjamin is seen with a tattoo on his chest. He then shows his mother that it wipes off by removing half of it. In a later scene, the full tattoo is back. Can you read that again? When the Harvey family is trying to get back on the boat from San Juan, Benjamin is seen with a tattoo on his chest. He then shows his mother that it wipes off by removing half of it. In a later scene, the full tattoo is back. The Harvey family in San Juan. So you took me to Miami. You took me to Dollywood. You took me to San Juan. But somehow the whole movie has lifeboat discrepancies back and forth. And that's frustrating to me. The Harvey family... I'm going to fuck up all my years. There's a boat. I know there's a boat. There's a boat. There's a, there's a Miami. There's a San Juan. Bienvenido San Juan, which is like in Puerto Rico, right? I can That's neither San Juan is. or deny that it's in Puerto Rico. Oh, a boat at the end. Of, trying to leave Puerto Rico. Why did we get there? Oh! No. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I really thought I had it. I really did. <laughs> I give up. Let him steal. I don't want to slow the game down. Um, Chris, for the steal. You don't uh, want to make a guess, uh, Jeremy, at all? No, because it would be something stupid. And if but he it'd be says, funny. Might be funny. Mosquito Coast. Chris for the steal. Oh man. This this goes all over the place, right? Like I I haven't and and the movie that I'm gonna guess is probably wrong, but what about Bob? The correct answer is Captain Ron. Oh, you oh. fucking <laughs> asshole. You fucking asshole. This is your this is your red eye. This is your red eye moment. This is your Jeremy has a story about Captain Ron from twenty five fucking years ago and he didn't even get to kiss anybody and <clears throat> he's gonna remember that. I'll remember this. It's a I'll classic nineteen ninety two movie. It's I've a classic. Never seen it. It's a classic Did you never and see it? you're you're gonna get yours, mister. Now we've now we've now we've gone another layer and and, <laughs> and when it's my turn. 
I knew that you had seen it. I didn't even pick it because of uh, of you getting the first one. No, no. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, that, that was a tough one. And that was uh, one of the the ones that that I had to wipe the the name off of. Obviously, I had to put the main. Couldn't character. call him Captain Ron. Anytime you have something that is the name of the character, you've you've got to really. But I but I did include the rest of a lot of names, like I Superman. Had no, I had no chance at all at getting this one. <clears throat> you still. Captain Ron is something that I've heard of a million times, but I've never seen it. So mm, that's like me and Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. That was around the same time too, actually. I think, I think so. Uh, it was in the eighties. Oh yeah, like eighty nine or something like that. All right. So uh, Jeremy did not get Captain Ron. Nope. Uh, nope. Nor did nor did Chris because he has not seen it. Mm-hmm. But Chris is up uh, for the next 1992 movie. Here's the mm. first clue: the syringe used on the main character by the Doctor is the modern day rocket brand from London, clearly shown on the close up with the rocket logo and OF London mark. Syringe with a rocket logo on it. Mm-hmm. I will go to the next clue. In the last scene of the movie, one of the prisoners is shot at as he is running away and then leaps off of the walkway, turning in midair and landing on his back. When he lands, his face is all bloody, even though there were no signs of him actually being hit by any of the bullets, and he did not appear to hit his head. His face can be seen during the fall completely clean of blood. Jesus Christ. That's a long <laughs> yeah, you're really going you're going deep there, goof writer, for, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goof Rider. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, go on to the next one. The prisoner named Vincent is an enigma. He is not present in any scenes before his death scene and just seems to appear out of nowhere. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Vincent. And then there's a guy who gets shot and there's no blood. And there's a syringe with a rocket on it. Yeah, all of these details should lead me to the answer, but I'm going to take my last clue. Alrighty. In the autopsy scene, Clemens says, I would consider it unwise to tolerate even the possibility of an unwelcome virus. An outbreak of cholera would look extremely bad on a report. Actually, cholera is caused by a bacterium called (laughs) Vibrio cholerae. (laughs) Okay, so this is a prison movie with... needles (laughs) (laughs) should be the tagline yes yes oh my god prison with syringes, rocket syringe. Mm. There must be some sort of 
outbreak at this prison? I don't know it. Um, see if I can come up with any kind of guess from 1992. <laughs> this would be so absurd if you came up with this movie, but I'm going to go with the Charlie Sheen classic cadence. <laughs> that would be absurd. If I came up with that, mm-hmm. that is not yep. correct. Uh, <sighs> Jeremy, do you have a guess? I think I'm wrong on the year. Is it alien three? It is alien three. Yes. Ah. Wow. Why you gotta, why you gotta hang? What's the poker term for what he just did there? Slow roll me. Why do you, why yeah, you gotta, he slow rolled you. Yeah, you know, showmanship man. my friend this is why uh, i'm hosting jeopardy nobody uh, can see forward. your face you can put a pause in later in the edit you don't gotta, you don't gotta give me the palpitations <laughs> damn wow jeremy with the come from behind i thought alien three on the second clue but you very skillfully avoided even letting on that it was in space um like the most you gave was that it was a prison movie, and I really wasn't sure on the year. So. Well, because it's, it is. I mean, it it is in space, but I don't think there's really any space stuff. Not really. After the beginning, no. no. It's mean, been it's, it's it's probably been 29 years since I've seen this movie. Oh, really? Did you oh, see it well. in the theater? I saw well, it in theaters, and yeah. um, I I have always labeled that as a movie that sucked, and I haven't seen it since. It, I remember the bad. I remember all the prison stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't remember, yeah, vaccines and stuff. The like next that, so. one is kind of fun, even though it's not great either, with Winona and Oh yeah, Res- Hellboy. Uh, is it it's an Alien Resurrection? Mm-hmm. Yes, Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Now that yeah. was uh Jean Pierre Jeunet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um that I I agree. That's the one with uh Rock, right? Charles the prison one. Charles, Charles uh, Dutton is Alien Dutton. Three. He's Alien yeah, 3. He's, That's funny. Yeah, he's Alien 3. Uh, but yeah, no, Ron Perlman and Winona Ryder. It's, Michael Wincott. Uh, I like Michael Wincott a lot. <laughs> I don't know why I got so excited about Michael Wincott. You did. You did a little like a dance. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's my uh, Wincott dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Everybody's got one. All right. So the, uh, the, <sighs> the, uh, the tally is one to nothing. Let me justify my shit. <laughs> Justify my love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, David Fincher. <laughs> David Fincher classically did lots of Madonna videos. Oh, that's right. That's, mm-hmm. right. that's yep. right. All right, folks. We are moving on to 1997. At least I'm uh, regularly going to movies now. That's <laughs> right. Uh, this is right in our solar plexi uh, in terms of movie watching uh, in our late teens, early twenties. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, your mm-hmm. first clue. Mm-hmm. Freddie is seen listening to Bruce Springsteen on his record player, but the gray and black label of the LP on the turntable is that of a Columbia Masterworks album of the late 1950s, an exclusively classical musical label. Did you say Freddie? Yes. Talented Mr. Ripley. That is not correct. All right. I shot my shot. <laughs> wow okay well then i don't know if we've ever done this before how do we do we we've we've done this one time where it hasn't been the full complement of of clues great okay. guess by the way and at the time i think it was chris you and me you answered it in three and i had to answer within three as well 
I don't know what you guys want to do. I mean, if we adhere to that type of thing, you would only have this clue. We really got to make rules before we do any more of these. So yeah, we don't keep a lot coming, of rules. A, coming is, up with these situations. Is... God damn, I thought I had that. I can freely say at this point that Talent of Mr. Ripley was 1999. So I knew you weren't right based on that. But... Um, Thanks. I, that makes me feel lovely. Yeah, that's that was what I was trying to do. Um, um, okay, so we're we're going on the idea that I have to get it in one off of that one clue. Then I think for a steal, even though it's crazy to go for it after one uh, most of the time, uh, I think for a steal, it does kind of make it fair for the other person to only have one. But I'm open to whatever. I do think it it creates if we make it so that he has to get it on just that clue now, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more likely to take a risk on the first or second clue in the future because I know my safety He's, net is yeah, that got, he doesn't have the rest right, right, of the right. clues either. Um I I would lean the same way, but I don't I mean, I don't want it to be unfair. If, it's also I mean, right in the middle of this situation that <laughs> fix Chris. It's not 1997. Um, so, God. okay. So so I, so we we're agreeing to do it on based on the amount of clues that the other person has been given. Then. I would say that personally. I okay. So, that. my only guess at this point 1997, somebody listening to music can't hardly wait. Good call. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say that's not correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am going to read the rest of the clues, and then we'll okay. have a free for all. And, and I think can't uh, hardly waits ninety eight anyway. But anyway, it's not Men in Black dancing around it. All right, the second goof is Freddie is supposedly deaf in his right ear, as evident from the beginning of the film, the alarm clock scene. However, at the uniform funeral, when being asked if he's completely deaf, Freddie answers, "It's just this one ear," and points to the left ear. The next one. In the first scene on the George Washington Bridge, he is driving back from New York to New Jersey, but it was filmed going the opposite direction. Going into the city, you encounter the Yellow Tunnel first. Is it um, Donnie Brasco? It is not Donnie Brasco. That's a good Good guess, guess. too. Good guess. Uh, Here's the last one, and this one might give it away. The unit that Moe Tilden works for would never be referred to as IA or IAD by NYPD officers. It is the Internal Affairs Bureau and referred to as IAB by NYPD officers. Copland. Correct. Copland is Freddy. Uh, being right isn't a bulletproof vest, Freddy. <laughs> Copland right. is correct. Uh, so nobody got that shit. Nobody oh. got that shit. I, I, I fear I have made these uh, a little, uh, a little uh, too crazy. But and it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you you never know. You can't know. You though. never know. You never know. Honestly, we should all stop bo- beating ourselves up about it because yeah. as this goes on, we're all going to have good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. All right, Copland. That's all right. We all know it. We all at love least, it. At you, least Chris listener. and I are both very familiar with that movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes. mm-hmm. you it's guys, not a Captain uh, Ron situation. <laughs> Captain Ron situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Here's the next 1997 movie. Chris, this is your turn. Mm-hmm. First goof. The CDs in the record store are often in places they should not be. Beatles CDs can be found in the New Age section, and Green Day can be seen in the Reggae section. 
<laughs> hey, Green Day is reggae. Give me a break. Can't Shut up. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to the next one. All right. During the hockey fight, number 12's helmet is off, then on, then off again. Okay. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy is correct. The next two clues, just uh, for posterity. While the main two characters are arguing in the rain, they are standing in front of an alley where it is clearly not raining. And the final clue is when the main character, Holden, is looking at Alyssa's yearbook in the in the park. Her photo is next to, next to some guy with the last name beginning with P. Alyssa's last name is Jones. Ah. Ah. There you go, no, Christopher. I would not have gotten that. <clears throat> Good okay. job, Chris. <laughs> so uh, now on this one, let me take note of the clues. Now it's one to one, and but he has the advantage because of the quick guessing. Yes. Whereas uh, the quick that was guessing after two. Did bad for me. Oh, it was bad for me. Freddie, well, listen to a record. That the the record store instantly put me into First Empire Records, but that's, that's 1995. Right. That's 1995. That. Uh, and then High Fidelity, which is 2000. 2000. So I was like, okay, it's neither of those. What are another? What's another big movie from the 90s where there was a record store? Uh, I kind of thought chasing Amy before getting to the second clue, but I was like, let's see what that second clue is like. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, boom, I, I, I wanted to interrupt you and just go ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that uh, I watched that movie fairly recently and it holds up better than I thought, and, but it still doesn't really hold up. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, right. like I, I thought well, it was going to be even cringier than before, but a lot of ways it was ahead of its time. Yeah. A lot of ways it was behind its time. Well, all of Alyssa's friends are like way too like upset that she's dating a guy and everything. In fact, I think he uh, he even had a point where they were all just walk out or something. I think is what he said that they were they all walk out on her and he's like, <laughs> ah, it's too much. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, she was using they and them pronouns during that whole mm. thing, and like, uh, yeah, there's... well, that's where that's where uh, the pronoun game. It's not the same pronoun game, but that's yeah. where that sin yeah. comes yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of background for you kids. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, all right. it's all tied up one one, baby. Let's go on to the next one, which is inexplicably two thousand three. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to go with 2003 movies because I'm feeling saucy and that's what we get. Yeah. <clears throat> Jeremiah, this is yeah. your first goof. When Tony Bennett is singing at the Blue Palm restaurant, the piano player's fingers and bass player are clearly not in time with the music. Can you say it again? When Tony Bennett is singing at the Blue Palm restaurant, the piano player's fingers and bass player are clearly not in time with the music. Second clue, please. <clears throat> Grace is prompted to drive to the party when the dog throws her the keys. However, the key is a Ford key and her vehicle is a Chevy Blazer. Did you say dog throws her the key? Mm-hmm. Read the whole thing again. Grace is prompted to drive to the party when the dog throws her the car keys. However, the key is a Ford key, and her vehicle is a Chevy Blazer. Oh, a dog throws her a key, and she drives to the party. I think I know this. 
It's a Unix system. I know this. <laughs> Give me one more. God damn it. I don't want to repeat the last early guess. <laughs> I know Freddie really gave it away on that. Uh, well, I know why he said that. Anyway, <clears throat> next goof. Grace talks about the AB positive blood type as if it's rare and in high demand. In reality, AB positive is the least in demand because AB positive can accept any other blood type. O negative is the most in demand oh, because it can be donated to any all. other blood type. This should have been the second clue, and then the second clue should have been the third clue. This didn't, went backwards now. Confused me even more. Sweet home Alabama. Are you are you guessing right now? Yes. Sweet home Alabama is incorrect. Okay. Well, thanks for the I think dramatics. You got maybe the right year on that, actually. Chris, would you like to steal this movie? <sighs> Go over the ones that we have already done. When Tony Bennett is singing at the Blue Palm restaurant, the piano player's fingers and bass player are clearly not in time with the music. Okay. Second clue is Grace is prompted to drive to the party when the dog throws her the car keys. However, the key is a Ford key and her blaze, her vehicle is a Chevy Blazer. Third one is Grace talks about the AB positive blood type as if it's rare and in high demand. In reality, AB positive is the least in demand because AB positive can accept any other blood type. O negative God is damn the most it. in demand because it can be donated to any other blood type. I feel like Jeremy has uh, now. I hear that Jeremy may have this one now. Um, <sighs> can't get anything I... for it. Can't can't say that I do. Um, although this is a movie I've definitely seen. God damn it! <laughs> uh, oh man, two thousand three. I I'll just go. I'll just. I know this is wrong, but I'll just go. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas is incorrect. Good guess. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty is correct. Fucking Bruce <laughs> Almighty. The last clue is, which I would hope would give it away, uh, when the main character is at the chili cook-off and the meteor strikes, the smoke stops rising when he runs toward it. Mm. Mm. Do you know how fucking hard it was to keep a straight face when I was saying the dog throws her the fucking keys? <laughs> I was like, this has got to be animated. Uh, just... Uh... Fuck, 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 fuck. I had my, like, everything was clenched. You talk about an asshole clencher. I was like, come on. Don't laugh. Damn it. Yeah. Bruce Almighty. God, as much as I know of the Bruce Almighty moon, and I have definitely seen the movie, it's been since it was in theater since I've seen it. Wow. All right. All right. You stupid Jeremy. Okay. Well, (laughs) you think you're pissed at me now. I'm pissed at me. I'm pissed at me. I, I mean, that was, I, I couldn't, there was a limit to the amount, the type of goofs that I could do for that movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I actually thought about making a joke when Chris was like, ta-da, here's the pork. Because I was thinking about Jim Carrey when he goes, Whoosh, and his clothes fall off. Uh, and I was like, hey, I should make a joke. <laughs> oh, shit, that's one of the movies. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Let's have some fun, folks. All right. 2000, staying in 2003, here's the next one for Chris. Mm-hmm. When the characters are playing poker, Clayton, Clayton <laughs> sees Zach's raise. Ronnie then folds. At that point, the betting should have stopped. 
But Zach then bets again, and Clayton sees and raises his bet, which causes Zach to fold. Oh, the fucking coin toss, man. It would fucking land a poker clue. First clue on Mr. Poker. Well, I don't know this right off the bat, but um, could you say that one again one more time? Absolutely. When the characters are playing poker, Clayton sees Zach's raise. Ronnie then folds. At that point, the betting should have stopped. But Zach then bets again, and Clayton sees and raises his bet, which causes Zach to fold. All right, let's go to the second one. During the scene where Clayton is kidnapped and put into the breaking test cell, he's seen with his hands at his side and uncuffed. He even manages to throw his food at the door and punch it before sitting down cuffless. However, when the guards return to the room, he's lying on the floor with his hands recuffed behind his back. All right, third clue. Third clue. At the end of the torture test... Layla's jeans disappear and reappear in Clayton's hands in between shots. Torture test. All right, go to the next one. When James is waiting for Layla to come out of the CIA with the stolen software, he parks his truck on the lower level just next to the entrance. A, there is no such lower level at the CIA Langley entrance, even at a faraway distance. And B, if you park or mistakenly drive into the area near the entrance, in no time you would see gun-toting cops knocking on your windshield. Okay. Quickly go over each one. You don't have to repeat them. You don't have to slow down. Um, The characters are playing poker. Clayton sees Zach. And Ronnie then folds, and then Zach bets again, and Clayton sees and raises the bet, and Zach folds. During the scene where Clayton is kidnapped and put into the breaking test cell, he's seen with his hands cuffed and uncuffed, and then recuffed when the guards come back to the room. At the end of the torture test, Layla's jeans disappear and reappear in Clayton's hands between shots. And the final one is when James is waiting for Layla to come out of the CIA with the stolen software, he parks his truck on a lower level next to the entrance. There's no such lower level. And you would get some gun-toting CIA cops yelling at you if you mistakenly drove that way. Hmm. (sighs) This would be like, you know, if this were a different year, we'd be saying, you know, the girl from the bus. Oh, uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, God. See, this is, I, I, I feel like I'm all around it. Um, I bet you are. <laughs> 2003. Stolen software. Torture tests. <laughs> it can't be that movie. Can't be. Um, actually everything that's going through my mind is not that movie it can't be i'm just gonna go with hollywood homicide interesting guess that is incorrect jeremy do you have a guess is it the recruit it is the recruit jesus christ (laughs) the fuck it was it honestly I, i saw that movie when it came out and i saw that movie two years ago and it was the fact that her character's name is Layla is what stuck it for me. I, once he said Layla, I was like, I know a movie where a character's named Layla. And then he did the CIA thing, and that led me to the recruit. <clears throat> All right. Wow. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> Pulling out the recruit. 
Now watch me fuck up this next one. That's totally uh, well, okay. You know. It's anyone's game right now. I mean, it's it's uh, Jeremy is two to one, but we've got two rounds to go, baby. And this is uh, now we're getting a little more recent. <laughs> I said, "Sweet Home Alabama," and you were so I was so dumb. You were like, "Are you seriously answering that right now?" <laughs> My God, Jeremy! <laughs> no, I didn't know if that was like. Because, uh, you know, you throw out things sometimes. Oh, you, like I was using that I as should, a swear? I do like a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Sweet home of cheese and It's crackers. a swear now. That's <laughs> in the Furious. <laughs> let's start using that. Yeah. All right, folks, let's move into 2008. So actually five years from the previous uh, round of movies. 2008. Jeremy, here is Ooh. your first clue. All right. <clears throat> At Mrs. Jones's home, she mentions that the guest house was built to house escaped slaves during the Civil War. When the talking tube connected to the house to the guest house is shown close up, the end of the pipe is threaded. Threaded pipes were not widespread in use until long after the Civil War. Read that one, t- one more time, please. At Mrs. Jones's home, she mentions that the guest house was built to house escaped slaves during the Civil War. When the talking tube connected to the house, to the guest house, is shown close up, the end of the pipe is threaded. Threaded pipes were not in widespread use until long after the Civil War. Another clue, please. When Julian is in Princeton, his red jeep goes down the street, not passing any driveways, and comes to a stop. In the next shot, the jeep is stopped past a driveway on the right. That I know I flubbed that, so let me... That was helpful. Let, no, I just let, just give me the next one. I'm going to have you read them all again at some point, okay. but um, I got the gist. There's a Jeep. There's a thing. It wasn't consistent. Driveways. <laughs> Julian sits in the front passenger seat of the Jeep and doesn't wear his seatbelt. When the driver speeds into the tree, two people fly out of the front windshield, but not Julian. That means someone behind him flew through him to fly out of the windshield. You don't fly out of a windshield just for, you know, the sake of grammar. Well, That's they true. flew through Julian to fly mm-hmm. through the windshield. Mm-hmm. But you don't mm-hmm. fly through, well, you go through the windshield. You don't go out anyway. <clears throat> Mr. Fuck Julian, Fuck Julian and his non-safety following ass and give me the fourth clue. He's kind of a dick, actually. He's a dick. I hate Julian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is important to note. <clears throat> fourth goof. At around 25 minutes... Lions don't rip off the arms of a person standing up. They kill by suffocation first. Hmm. That's around 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. You don't say. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. All right. I want all the clues one more time, and then I'm going to make a stupid guess. All right. At Mrs. Jones's home, she mentions that the guest house was built to a house as- to house escaped slaves during the Civil War. When the talking tube connecting the house to the guest house is shown close up, the end of the pipe is threaded. Threaded pipes were not in widespread use until long after the Civil War. Second one, when Julian is in Princeton, his red Jeep goes down the street, not passing any driveways, and then comes to a stop. In the next shot, the Jeep is stopped past a driveway on the right. Third one, Julian sits in the front passenger seat of the Jeep and doesn't wear a seatbelt. When the driver speeds into the tree, two people fly out of the front windshield, but not Julian. That means someone behind him flew through him to fly out through the windshield. And the last one around 25 minutes in, lions don't rip off the arms of the person standing up. They kill by suffocation first. Mm. Mm. 
Hmm. Julian. Is that a curse or is it a? Not guessing a movie named Julian. (laughs) (laughs) Julian. A bit about the lion biting the arm off twenty-five minutes in makes me think this is a comedy. I don't really know when we are. I know the house is Civil War, but driving a Jeep is not Civil War. Or is it? Somebody drives a Jeep. If somebody drives a Jeep in the Civil War, (laughs) that'd be hilarious. They're out there, the Rebs and the the Unions are fighting with bayonets (laughs) and a Jeep drives through. Julian. Like, fuck you. Julian. Fuck you, Rebels. Julian, 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 fucking Jeep riding dick much. Fucking assholian shitburger. Assholian. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Boy, I really have no clue here. I'm trying to think what else came out in 2008, and everything in my head is saying, The Dark Knight. And I'm like, Fuck you, head. You're stupid. <laughs> Other movies Remember came when out Batman drives that Jeep? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mrs. Jones's house. I hate you, Mrs. Jones. You fucking Civil War house. Mm-hmm. Like you're special. Mm-hmm. Guest house. Fucking, fucking, fucking. I don't know. Uh, couples retreat. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Uh, Chris, would you like to steal? It's The Happening. It is indeed The Happening. What? I've never no. seen the movie. You've I never seen never The Happening? Seen that movie. No. I would have gotten this on the first clue. And after the first clue, I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. I didn't know the, you the hadn't seen the movie. To- yeah, I didn't know you had. I didn't know you hadn't seen it. I, it's perfectly acceptable for both of you to have expected that I saw this movie. I just mm. haven't seen this movie. Yeah, I feel I feel a lot better now because I really thought it was going to be something that I knew and that I just blanked on, and so I feel I feel better knowing I w- you could give me ten clues and I wouldn't have gotten. Mm-hmm. I figured the yeah. lion ripping off the <laughs> the arms. Made I mean, that, was, that should have done it for me. It was even it was funny too when you said I think this is a comedy, and I was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen this movie and, and some of it is my bias because I've seen this movie an absurd amount of times. I have no idea why I know I send it, but like I've seen it other times on it purpose. It just felt like a lion biting off an arm and a Jeep being wrecked into a tree would be in like a Harold and Kumar kind of mm-hmm. situation. You're not... having a rough time with the animals, dogs throwing keys, lions ripping off arms. Seriously, seriously. Rough, God damn. Ball game. All right. Still in 2008, Chris has stolen one. Uh, We are going to Chris for this one. Here we go. In the scene that Ronnie locks Wheeler out of the car, it raises suspicion about whether that older model of Bronco has power locks. Later, you can see that there is not a power lock switch in the vehicle. Uh, Say that one more time. In the scene that Ronnie locks Wheeler out of the car, it raises suspicion about whether the older model of Bronco has power locks. Later, you can see that there is not a power lock switch in the vehicle. Okay, go to the next one. Oh, he knows it, God damn it! <laughs> when Beth moves out of Danny's home, she drives off, and a big white wall can be seen off the car's reflection. Meaning that a wall that's not supposed to be there. Okay. 
When who? Let's say it again. When Beth moves out of Danny's home, she drives off and a big white wall can be seen in the car's reflection. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one. When Wheeler is about to have sex with the teacher, she puts her hair up in a ponytail. But when the camera cuts behind her to show Wheeler, her hair is down. Okay. One more. When Ronnie carjacks Wheeler and is driving around in a circle, you can clearly see a stuntman is doing the driving and is wearing a different color shirt to the jacket Ronnie was wearing. Is it role models? It is role models. All right. That is correct. (sighs) Chris is sweeping the 2008 round and is now in the lead by one. Tight, tight. Tweet by ball game, folks. No pressure at all. Wow. All right, everybody. It's time to talk about better help. Better help. Better help. All right, folks. Uh, it's a comedy podcast. We have a lot of fun. We have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a message for you, though. Don't skip through this. Just listen to this first. Don't fuck around with your mental health. All right. Mm. Don't mm. mess with it. This is too important. If you had you know, a bad knee or a bad hip or a bad heart or some lung issues or something like that, what would you do? You'd go to see a doctor, right? If you are experiencing any issues, now mental health covers a broad swath. I understand that. Sadness. When does sadness become depression? When does worry become anxiety? When does drinking a little bit become alcoholism? When does using a little bit become addiction? These are questions that need to be answered most times before you get to that really problematic spot. BetterHelp can help you do that uh, by signing up for online counseling from licensed professional counselors, all from your home, all through the computer, tablet, phone. Uh, It really is something that you have to take seriously just as seriously as you would take a physical ailment and at least explore it at least see what's going on and if you need to address it this is a perfect time to do it through counseling there's going to come a time hopefully in my lifetime there's going to come a time where mental health will be taken as seriously as physical health uh, it will be something that everyone is taught to be aware of from a young age. Uh, we'll all be trained better uh, through school. Um, there will be no stigma. Um, <clears throat> and I hope I live to see that day. It feels like the pendulum is swinging pretty quick these days. I've been really impressed with all of the million dollar athletes the last mm. few years have Osaka, been able to Simone openly Biles. come out yeah. and say i struggle with mental health it's not just about your situation uh everybody uh, has something they need to work on everybody has some bit of trauma somewhere in their life that has turned into a little thing that has grown into a bigger thing and um <clears throat> i'm so encouraged by the fact that we get to talk about this so often um, because of our partnership with BetterHelp, um, but also because we talk about it even outside the podcast and even outside of these ads. And we've done a lot of things I think we can be proud of. But when someone writes to us and says, I started therapy, thanks for the encouragement. 
that's it, man. That's the best thing I'm ever going to do. And I realize that may sound flip, um, but it's not. That shit keeps me sane, knowing that we have done measurable good by helping drive people to a service like BetterHelp, which just so happens to be super flexible Mm -hmm. in this time of pandemic and anxiety. If you want to go by phone, by text, by video, you can set your appointments. Uh, You get matched with a licensed therapist in your area. This is a a good company doing good work. Uh, And we just want to encourage you to check it out if you're struggling. Yeah, this is uh, something that we absolutely believe in. I use it. I've used it for a long time uh, and have seen a lot of benefit from it. BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Sincast. Uh, you get a special offer. You get 10% off your first month. Uh, very, very important month, especially at the beginning of your journey with that. Uh, go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Sincast. Just take a second and take stock of where you're at right now. If you need help uh, with any of the things that we were talking about, sign up today. BetterHelp.com slash Syncast. We are going into round five, folks, with Chris in the lead by one. We are doing 2013 movies. I am erect right now. I feel Mm. like you all are, Mm. too, even Mm you ladies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> step on up to jeremy's defeat <clears throat> all right 2013 movies we are going to start with jeremy here we go <clears throat> first goof at around 11 minutes mary makes dinner and declares that there's not one carb not one but the dinner includes vegetables and wine both of which contain carbs Next clue. For a while in the middle of the movie, James has a shaped goatee and mustache, which he does not have during the rest of the movie. Next clue. At around 52 minutes, the duct tape on the stranger's mouth is alternately tight and loose and also smooth and wrinkled. Next clue. At around 15 minutes... When the security barriers are lowered, it is suggested they are a solid inch thick steel. There is not enough clearance from the tops of the windows and the awning for a solid plate steel or track rails. Next clue. (laughs) (laughs) Come back, Barack. All right, give me them all. You fucker. You fucking dick. You fucker. (laughs) Do them all again? Yes, please. Okay. At around 11 minutes, Mary makes dinner and declares that there's not one carb, not one, but the dinner includes vegetables and wine, both of which contain carbs. Mary. Lying, lying, Mary. For a while in the middle of the movie, James has a shaped goatee and mustache, which he does not have during the rest of the movie. At around 52 minutes, the duct tape on the stranger's mouth is alternately tight and loose and also smooth and wrinkled. weird at around 15 minutes when the security barriers are lowered it is suggested they're solid inch thick steel there is not enough clearance from the tops of the windows and the awning for solid plate steel or track rails jeremy's gonna lose you're overthinking it you've got this jeremy's gonna lose chris has got his too let's let's make it down to the wire 
James and Mary. Mary and James. Mm-hmm. Mary says no carbs, but she's lying. <laughs> Mary says no carbs. No mm-hmm. carbs. Not one. But four minutes after the no carbs, security barriers are lowering, and that's not how it works. You got to throw something out there for sure. Uh, I have no idea. Um, my brain is putty. Amazing how this game does that to you. Um, uh, I got nothing. This is dead air. I'm not. I'm the only thing I can think of is in time, and that's not it because it's not that year. So Chris is Chris is going to be the winner. Like in by time is incorrect. One point, maybe six. Uh, I. The, the the one that goes through my head, but I think the year is wrong, so I'm pretty sure this answer is wrong because it would it, I th- I think this movie came out well after this, but Ant Man is what came into my head. That is incorrect. The correct answer is the purge. Oh, the purge, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now this is yeah. interesting because Jeremy, you are not out of this. If well, somehow Chris gets this wrong. You could yeah. steal and tie it up. Not yeah. saying that'll happen. I'm just saying that, that is still on the table. Chris's but, first uh, goof is when Batman punches the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have to pick pick out which Batman it is then. <laughs> but the purge, yeah. So I, I thought that the security barriers was going to give that away. But again, it's it's so hard flying without a net in this in this game. That, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you're not thinking, you don't think of the movies in these terms. Yeah. You think of the movie, The you have highlights in your head about right. what a movie is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, here is the last, and uh, this is going to decide things. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with my fate. <laughs> All right, first goof. When Max's alarm clock goes off in the morning of his accident, a robotic voice announces that the time is 5.50 a.m. However, the digital readout clearly reads 6 o'clock a.m. All right, go to the next one. While the army vehicle hovers over the dirt after the CEO was shot down, the dust is moved by whirling air. The movement matches those of a helicopter slash rotor, but is not matching a jet propulsion engine that is pointed towards the ground. Okay, go to the next one. When Kruger initially deploys his shield against Max, he drops his sword, which is red with blood. When he picks it up afterwards, the blade is clean and shiny. Okay, go to the next one. When the little girl with crutches is smuggled in for help, the medical scanner... Dog smuggler in. <laughs> when the little girl with when the little girl with crutches is smuggled in for help, the medical scanner diagnoses multiple compound fractures. However, a compound fracture, modernly called an open fracture, is where broken bones are cut through the skin. There were no such injuries on the little girl as she walked with her crutches. <sighs> okay. I think I know this one, but I'm going to have to go through some stuff here. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past. That is incorrect. Okay. 
Uh, Jeremy, you have the opportunity to steal and to tie this ball game up. I want the second and third clues. Okay. While the army vehicle hovers over the dirt after the CEO was shot Okay, you down, can stop there. Give me the uh-huh. third clue. When Kruger initially deploys his shield against okay. Max, he drops It's Elysium. Elysium is correct. All That's right. a tie ball game, folks. I think he's got me on guesses, though, doesn't he? <clears throat> Tally that up. He got okay. one right on the fucking second Elysium. Jesus Christ. Elysium. <sighs> okay, folks. How do you fucking know that? How do you fucking uh, know Elysium? <laughs> uh, because the the little girl smuggled in for he- health care is what uh, first triggered yes. me. Uh-huh. And and then everything else made sense. The alarm clock with the robotic voice. Mm-hmm. Um, the CEO getting killed. Then he said Kruger for the second time, and I realized, oh, that's the dude from District 9, um, and I was pretty sure. Ah, ah. Okay, even though it's a tie ball game, Jeremy coming back strong with Elysium at the end, the fewest amount of clues required for the correct answers was Chris Atkinson, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> winning the Guess the Goofs round four. And... Now we set up the rubber match between he and Jeremy the next time I am Trivia Master. We will clarify later on uh, about the exact rules about how many guesses it takes to get a correct answer versus how many for an incorrect answer, which is what uh, ultimately doomed Jeremy. I made one decision today that caused us to pause and have conversations about rules two different times because I chose to answer talented Mr. Ripley early and we were not prepared for what happens to that but in also, that instance. I don't want to discourage people from going for it in one. You know? No, no. I also, on that last clue, that was last, uh, that last question, that last game, um, movie, uh, purposely did it in four uh, in case I was wrong on a set on if, if, the, if it was something that happened to match it, you know, if it happened to be something where I was like, Oh, I think I know this after two, I was going to take the other two anyway. Yeah. Just so that, you know, Jeremy couldn't get the, I was half, honestly, I was half expecting you to guess wrong on purpose after one clue. So that <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tie. Oh, well that would be steal. a strategy too, but you're, you're gambling obviously at that point that yeah. there's no way that you could get this. Yeah. Um, and most of the time that's going to be right. That's like the name that tune thing, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I can name that in one note. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, that would be a strategy. I'd It'd say be like our it, version of betting a dollar and prices, right? Like there's just like one little like tr- workaround that's become part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have to. Okay. So we'll, we'll probably say correct or clues for a correct answer or something like that uh, moving mm-hmm. forward. But once again, instant classic from Chris Fun and Jeremy. Times. Fun times. Uh, tie ball game going down to the nitty gritty. Good job. Was that all steals? Or did I think Jeremy may have gotten one of the ones he directly got? You got Chasing Amy, which you got correct, like okay. directly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, I uh, yeah, Jeremy stole the recruit. Uh, he stole Elysium. Nobody got the purge. You got role models, Chris. Okay. Uh, correct. Uh, you stole happening. Uh, Jeremy stole recruit. Nobody got Bruce almighty, uh, chasing Amy Copland. Nobody got, uh, he stole, Jeremy stole alien three and nobody got yeah. captain Ron. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I didn't even get any of my own ones right. I just stole yeah, three of his. Yeah, you sure didn't. You sure yeah. didn't. Okay, so... Big yeah, day. So Big day for Jared. <laughs> three steals, and then I had one steal. And yes. then two yes. that I got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Great like game, game, guys. Great I like game. this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is solid. Uh, classic matchup between Chris and Jeremy. The next one will be Jeremy as Trivia Master. He will make sure that I have negative points uh, by no. the end of the fifth round. No, I'm going to play the game fairly as Quizmaster. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we'll All right. I know that Captain Wrong chapped your ass. <clears throat> All right. Uh, recommends and warns, guys? You got any recommends and warns? Totes amazeballs. There go. It won the Academy Award. Oh, for what? For best movie ever made. Ooh, I, I'll, I'll go first because I'm self-centered. Um, <clears throat> like a week or two ago, mm-hmm. um, Dicer posted on our, our CinemaSins Slack that he had um, just watched Ordinary People. Yep. Um, and how great it was and how ahead of its time it was in terms of how it dealt with mental health. I had not seen this movie all the way through or had not seen it in 20, 30 years. And lo and behold, as tends to happen in our world, when somebody speaks about a movie, either on a podcast or in Slack, it starts running on the movie channels like the next day for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I see ordinary people and I'm like, let me give it a go. And it was like a brand new experience. So if I ever saw it before, I don't don't remember any of it. It's um, super young Timothy Hutton. um, And he has an older brother that was killed in a car accident. That was mom's favorite. And then younger brother, you guys seen this? Oh yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Okay, so younger brother, uh, b- before before the movie starts, has had a suicide attempt, um, and so everybody's just on edge. Everybody's just on eggshells. And Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett, Mary Tyler Moore is the mom. <laughs> she and, does uh, kind of look like Carol Burnett. In her and uh, she's an amazing actress playing a terrible human being who just nitpicks him to death uh, and refuses to show him any affection or love. You got Donald Sutherland as the dad. Everybody in this movie is younger than you remember them being. <laughs> is Donald 19, Sutherland. A, 90, what year? 80, 80 on the dot. 80. Yeah, 80. Yeah. Uh, this is they Robert Redford Raging directed Bull. this. That's right. Yeah. Roger Redford, Robert Redford directed this. Roger Redford. Um, <laughs> His brother, Roger. And mm-hmm. uh, Judd Hirsch is a therapist that um, the young son is going to see. Uh, there's some really good positive therapy shit in this movie um that i was really happy to see at one point donald sutherland is struggling so much he goes to see the therapist sits in the patient chair and just starts talking to him about i I don't understand my son i don't understand what he's going through and he's having a session but he doesn't realize it because he even says i don't really believe in this this psychiatry um I don't think it's a band-aid for everybody. And John Hirsch is like, neither do I. And before you know it, they're unearthing shit. Um, There's a powerful moment where Timothy Hutton in his therapy session is complaining about his mom, never showing him love and never forgiving him for his older brother's death. And he says, I don't think I'm ever going to be, I don't think she's ever going to be able to to forgive me. And he stops because his brain said, I don't think I'm going to be able to forgive and he stands up and he walks over to the window and he goes, I think I just figured something out. And it is one of the most powerful therapy moments I've ever seen in a movie or TV show. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, 
and it it doesn't have a sad ending in well it doesn't have a happy ending it's not this is a real family that i think he's trying to portray here and so it's not tied up neatly in a bow at the end uh but i found it very moving very powerful incredible performances all around deserving of any awards it won um i really really liked it so i wanted to give that a podcast bump to any of our listeners uh, to add to the I watch this movie again i mean this, this is, is right after donald sutherland did uh uh, invasion of the body snatchers or shortly thereafter mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah. so i mean yeah he's he's still super young and virile and probably had sex with everybody on set um, probably. probably but yeah i remember loving this and i remember loving mary tyler moore who did she win the oscar she was nominated right i think she was nominated mm-hmm. timothy hutton was the one who won because he was the youngest uh to win an oscar for a long time or, or the youngest i can't remember if it was the youngest uh m- actor or it was the youngest um i can't remember if he's the he he was the youngest something he was either youngest actor or youngest person to ever mm. get uh, a win before but uh mary tyler moore was nominated judd hirsch was nominated and of course it won best picture uh one of the many times scorsese had a had a movie that was uh you know uh if you look back we're not you know we're not downplaying ordinary people but if you look back in time I think most people prefer Raging Bull over ordinary people. Uh, and Scorsese just could not catch a break. He would always go up against that guy who's like an actor who's coming out with his first, you know, his first movie. He did that in Dan- with Dances with Wolves in 1990. Yep. Goodfellas got uh, beat by Dances with Wolves. So, But, uh, yeah, this movie is impossible to find on Blu-ray. I've tried oh. – I've had um, – I had like uh, two years ago or so. I wanted to try to get a collection of all the best pictures, oh, and yeah. and uh, I have a I have a list of all these. Uh, uh, you know, what one best picture and what such and such a year. And in 1980, there's this glaring hole where ordinary people should be, and uh, I don't know what's going on with it. It's a I think it's Paramount that came out with this movie. But yeah, there must it's be on some Paramount Plus, yeah. There must be some other studio that's involved that doesn't want to come out with it or doesn't want to put in the resources to come out with this movie on on uh, video, but considering what's out there, I don't understand why this one of all the P, of all the movies is, has a hard time getting on uh some sort of physical media. You put Yeah ordinary people into amazon and it gives you some al pacino movie or something now meanwhile like troop beverly hills is fucking everywhere troop <laughs> beverly hills they have multiple copies of that Ray. you can you, you can get it on any format you want troop beverly hills. captain ron 4k yeah i mean exactly. I, listen i mean I, I haven't seen ordinary people in a while i gotta watch that again but I understand that versus Raging Bull, even though both are excellent, more than I do Dances with Wolves and Goodfellas. Dances with Wolves, I think, I haven't seen it as much as Goodfellas, but I think that's just as good of a best picture winner as Goodfellas would have been. It's just, it's more about the fact that Scorsese had already established this long career, and then by 1990, he comes out with one of his best movies, and... You know, Kevin Costner is like, I'm going to make this epic movie about how I live among the native peoples. And it's like, that's the- <laughs> save them yeah, single handedly. Yeah, exactly. He's like throwing his glasses at him like, fuck you. Costner. Yeah. 
that'd be awesome if he actually did that <laughs> i want to hear that story someday <laughs> uh um okay um i've been watching a ton of stuff lately but i couldn't figure out really what i wanted to i don't know recommend or warn or whatever but i watched the apple tv series physical oh um, with rose Byrne has rose Byrne in it and uh and a lot of, of other actors you will recognize but um but it's it's about this uh you know bored housewife who uh has a husband played by rory stovel i think is his name he's in the house um uh i think he's in a few other he's been in a few other like movies but he's he's he wants to run for some sort of office in california like state senator or something i can't remember what it is um and uh but the whole thing revolves around how she sort of she looks very down on herself the entire movie she she can she can put on a you know a good face in front of everybody but they all they always go to her internal monologue where she's like you're so stupid and fat and worthless and blah 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 Mm. Uh, she has an eating disorder which the 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 show is uh you know gives you disclaimers beforehand that it shows uh you know depicts eating disorders she likes to go to this fast food place uh go to a hotel strip naked and then eat all the food and then of course purge it afterwards Hmm. um so she's trying to keep up with her husband and her daughter and her husband needs money to run office and everything and so uh, she has trying to help him with all the wealthy families or friends who or anybody that could possibly give them money. The problem is it seems like everybody they interact with, they have a history with, and they also have somebody, they, they also have a, um, well, you haven't talked to me in 10 years type mm-hmm. of vibe. So like you're just now coming out of the woodwork, uh, to, to talk uh, to me now. Um, she uh tries to she she's looking for an outlet uh in the meantime and she finds this aerobics class which of course if you were if you lived in the 80s uh aerobics classes and aerobics tapes and things of that nature were huge they were fucking unbelievably huge uh t- programs would run aerobics uh <laughs> t- channels would run aerobics programs and stuff mm-hmm. um she finds this aerobics place and she really feels like this is, this is her thing. Uh, she really wants to do this. The instructor doesn't like her right away because of some other shit, you know, everything's connected. Um, doesn't like her right away, but then Rose Byrne says, Hey, I want to help you, uh, uh, teach this class only after like two or three classes. She's like already knows everything and ready to ready to teach people. And, and because of some other, you know, because there's a, a possible economic windfall from all this, she, the instructor reluctantly agrees. Uh, so there's all these things going on all at once. She's got a husband who's, who's, uh, going, trying to reach office. She's got an eating disorder. She's going to this aerobics thing. She's trying to turn it into a big thing. There's a point where they shoot a tape and it, it becomes basically what the eighties version of viral is. Nice. where people would take the tape and record and you know and and duplicate the tape and then distribute it to other people mm. um so this is the whole the whole show is shows you like oh this is where it's going because you see her 
at her most famous in some in some sort sort of um i don't know it's a flash forward i guess um where she's on tv and doing this stuff uh and she's the star but we don't know how she's going to get to that point yet but she's by the end of this first season you'll see you know this is where where it's going i reckon warn it mainly just because it's it's got a lot of good performances in it it's just that it's it, it seemed to do this type of uh the same thing over and over as i watched all 10 episodes in a row uh, where it was like, they need money from this pe- these people. And then they go to a party and at the party, the people are like, well, you haven't talked to us in forever or, Hey, I'm actually backing this person or, Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of that, uh, kind of over and over again, but hmm. Rose Byrne is terrific in it. Uh, th- there is one actor on here that I feel like has, it like steals it for me. Oh, her name's Deirdre Friel plays Greta um she's a she's a friend that she's actually she's someone who works at her at Rose Byrne's daughter's preschool and Rose Byrne ignores her ignores her ignores her and then she finds out that she's married to some guy who has a lot of money and then uh when she actually makes overtures to talk to her and everything she's like you never talked to me before and everything but that woman uh deirdre deirdre friel is the one who steals it for me there's just there's something in the way that she emotes uh throughout the series that uh really drew me in um uh but i i reckon warn it because it it's 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 breezy you can get through it pretty easily um uh good performances some funny lines and everything but just know that it's not the greatest thing in the world so apple plus is this far away from getting me they just announced the new john stewart show coming back to do daily recaps i think it's daily mm -hmm. um morning show is coming back which i hear pretty good things about they've got some good movies on there like it's it's maybe the leader in the clubhouse of the next one that i need to pull the trigger on the I know that people are tired of hearing about Ted Lasso, so I won't go into yeah. like the whole like oh you gotta see this because I've already run into friends who are like I'm not watching that because I don't know why. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I've already run into people who are just refused to watch it because it's I guess it's popular. I don't know. Yeah. I it, it's it's like whenever somebody immediately tells you I'm not watching that and oh that's that can't be all that good or whatever, you're just like. What, how would I convince you at this point? Uh, you know, I can tell you that it's some of the funniest shit you're ever going to watch in, in this, in this year. Um, but <laughs> I no, think I mean, people just think it's that's a big one. You're too. part of some cult or something. When you say it now, it's like, Oh, the Ted Lasso cult. Anytime Ted something Lasso's is that great. popular. Yeah. It's, it's going to have that secular, circular, cyclical, whatever backlash. Mm. Yeah, uh, just say, well, it can't be listen, that good. Listen, mm-hmm. when the new trailer came out for Vivo a few weeks ago or months ago, like there was legitimate Twitter backlash about Lin Manuel Miranda. Like, mm-hmm. we're tired of this guy, and I'm like, you're tired of one of the most prolific, talented musicians and songwriters we've ever had. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. we get tired of things that are awesome after 12 hours because mm-hmm. we have the attention span 
of a goldfish, which I do know is a Ted Lasso reference. So there you go. There you go. You you know, Ted Lasso is one of those. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, I'm not watching that shit. And this was before it was critically acclaimed. Right. Um, And, uh, and then I started hearing all this great stuff about it. And it, and for me, it's like, oh, well, maybe I should watch that. <laughs> not, not. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, you know? people like that. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck exactly. It. So anyway, no. Though the one thing that kind of sucks is because we because we're now spoiled by Netflix. Is that the you know streaming services like Apple and Disney have started doing the the week by week thing. Yeah. They don't dump yeah. all the episodes down anymore. And it may be due to spoilers or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's to get people to come every week instead of stay there in just one day. That might be the best uh, thing that they're they're doing there. But still, you you watch. I'm watching Ted Lasso now. I let it go for a bit, and I watched five episodes, and now I'm on this weekly cycle. Of it, so. <laughs> now you gotta meet out your doses well i just have a quick recommend it's a it's an under the radar recommend that we don't talk about very often uh and just happened to catch it uh on hbo just recently the witches of eastwick Mm, Uh, i haven't seen this in forever i had neither i remember enjoying it uh but it had been a long time this is 1987 so it's a long time ago kids but this is Michelle Pfeiffer very early in her career, not too long mm-hmm. after Scarface, which was one of her first roles. Uh, this is Susan Sarandon, and this is Cher, uh, the mm-hmm. other Cher, uh, mm-hmm. who are in this tiny Rhode Island charming town. There's two shares. There's two shares. Isn't that crazy? I should just Who's go by second... Cher. Who's the second Cher? The one on Clueless, obviously. Uh-oh. And 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 the one who's talking to us right now, he's what? a share. Let's, let's oh, let him catch fuck up. Me. Let's let him he catch up. No, yeah, clue, cl- clueless by by the wonderful Stacy Dash. Yes. Or the, yeah. Uh, was she playing share? No, was, share was, it uh, was Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Stacy Dash played Dion. Dion. Yes. Dion. So named That's after seventies right. uh, soul singer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so these three women, beautiful, gorgeous, fantastic women, fantastic actors, uh, in really arguably their prime of their acting careers, uh, get together after losing their men. All right. One guy dies, uh, one guy divorces, one guy leaves. And so they get together and they start talking about and chatting about the perfect man and they're the ideal man and everything. They don't know the witches. And so as they get together, they form a coven and they <laughs> accidentally <laughs> doing the little American movie, the Mark right. Borchardt. They, uh, they accidentally summon the perfect man in Jack Nicholson in mm. a prime 1987 uh, uh, role. <laughs> and he is playing the devil mm-hmm. and I won't just watch it. I have set this up well enough to where three beautiful, talented, fantastic actors get together, summon the perfect man, prime Jack Nicholson, uh, playing the devil. Need I really say more? This is like explaining the devil's advocate. How are you going to get somebody to watch the devil's advocate? Al Pacino's the devil. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, that's, that, that's it. It's delightful. I always get Witches of Eastwick mixed up with Death Becomes Her. 
Oh, yeah. I understand that. They're both in, like, you know, lavish, small towns with, you know, Victorian architecture and stuff like that and supernatural forces. Is there a comic angle to Witches of Eastwood? Absolutely. Is it funny? Yeah. yeah so funny. I think they're the same kind of movie from a similar era. I've never seen either one of them all the way through, though. I'll have to check this out. Man, this is right. Jeremy, this is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is right up both of your alleys. Uh, but Witches of Eastwick is just nonstop fun. It does not, it hasn't aged poorly or anything like that. George Miller directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there's bona fides there. Uh, the effects are fine. Uh, it It is really, really fun and good. And I encourage everyone to watch it. Uh, it's not dated at all, really. So, it's like an uh, adult version be- of uh, Weird Science. Yeah, <laughs> except uh, gender flipped. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, and there's no there's no science. There's just witchery. That's right. Primera Jack Nicholson acting like the devil is just the absolute greatest, guys. I mean, he he's awesome. I think all all three of the heavy hitting actors from the '70s have played the devil at some point. So you had Jack Nicholson, obviously, you had Al Pacino, and De Niro played him in Angel Heart. I just saw a movie, part of a movie yesterday where Angel. Mickey Rourke played the devil in this shitty western that a machete was in <laughs> uh, where in the beginning in the Danny beginning Trejo? yeah danny trejo in the beginning danny trejo is betrayed by his brother who's, who's being played uh by johnny b good um <laughs> anthony michael hall. anthony michael hall and 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 he's got five other homies and they all shoot him dead and he wakes up in hell chained to a chair and mickey rourke is like torturing him with brands and shit and then he makes a deal to get out and go back up and kill all of the guys that killed him and the devil's like why should i let you do that and he's like six souls is more than one and the devil's like okay and that's when I turned it to Is it Machete? <clears throat> Isn't that the... No, it's not Machete. It's, uh... Fuck. It's some nondescript thing like the the Lost Town or the... Uh, I'll find it. The Lost Town. <laughs> I'll find it. Hey, Peter Stormare also played uh, the devil. And uh, he's a heavy hitter from the Constantine. I haven't God. seen... I haven't seen Angel Heart in forever, but uh, but uh, Alan Parker directed that one. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, Barrett, you would like Angel Heart. Yeah, I mean, De Niro Lisa playing Bonet. the devil. I'm on board. Uh, Danny oh, Trejo oh, has twenty Lisa projects Bonet. in development. Who does? Danny Trejo has like twenty eh, projects that's not surprising. in development. Most of the time, yeah, Danny Trejo is probably like going in and like, hey, hey, I'm talking crusty. And then he goes <laughs> in the <and>, hey. <laughs> oh my God, there's so many of these movies, and it could be any of these. Wow. I thought I was going to be able to recognize the title. Wow. All but right. I am not. Mickey Rourke. I should have looked by Mickey Rourke. Yeah. What is the movie called? I don't know. Oh, go to IMDb Collaborations and put in some names. Why don't I ever use that service I totally know exists? Dead in Tombstone. Dead in Tombstone. Lost Town. (laughs) Uh, I could get behind that movie, actually. That sounds awesome. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, That was a shame. All right, baby. Here, let's do some questions. 
I'm going to go with this. What movie would be improved by cutting the final 10 minutes or so? Additionally, what song would be improved by chopping off the final minute? My respective answers would be The Martian. Just bullshit. And yeah. Slide Away yeah. by Oasis. Uh, what um, do you guys think? I, I mean, the the uh, the first obvious easy answer is Return of the King. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to see the hobbits settling back down in Hobbiton after all of that, and 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 Sean Aston finally getting laid and all that. We don't need to know. We don't. Yeah, exactly. We don't. We don't really need that. They can just walk home, and the the lady can give the angry look at him, and and uh, and and you know, and then they just you know, it it doesn't have to be this. I mean, obviously, Return of the King, you can chop about twenty, twenty five, thirty minutes off yeah. the ending of it, but yeah recently having seen the movie irresistible which which jeremy i think recca warned i think so recca warned a few months ago i watched it uh, a few days ago just so <laughs> happens to fit into this category uh, because the twist that's in this movie is one of those where you're just like couldn't you have like <laughs> not done that <laughs> so absurd it really is uh and i feel like the movie could have had that ending if they had sort of like laid the groundwork for it yeah if they'd leaned into it more but they didn't and so it was one it's one of those where it just comes out of nowhere and you're just like fuck you yeah um so yeah i would i would cut the 10 minutes out of irresistible at the end and i would uh you know make them not do that (laughs) um (laughs) um in the uh the song uh uh did i write something over that oh i didn't but i know what i want to say about it uh it's um what is that nine inch nail song that's uh it's on the downward spiral and it's at the end where it has that it does that for about 20 times at the very end of the song is it uh hurt hurt us the last track on it but i know what you're talking about yeah it's uh step right up it's march of the pigs i believe oh march of the pigs that's on the it's yeah yeah that's on downward spiral yeah march of the pigs has i think it's march of the pigs that has that ending where it's like 20 uh of those and i know he's trying it's a concept album and he's trying to get you into some sort of state in it but every time i would go through that album i would have to forward through it because uh, it's like and i love that album i think it's one of the best albums i've ever heard in my lifetime but when it got to that i was like all right all right all right let's go to the next next song next song what do you think i uh for movie um uh, I, I'm gonna say AI, artificial intelligence, which is when, mm. whenever ever anybody brings up the Return of the King, I always hit him with that. The problem is mm-hmm. nobody saw AI, artificial intelligence, and so mm. when you try and have that, that movie has too many endings. Conversation mostly you get a never saw it. I need to watch um, this movie again. Spielberg Kubrick collaboration seems like it should be up. I just had such a bad taste in my mouth after I watched the first it time. It gets a bunch of stuff right. Um, and there's a lot of cool visuals, but it just refuses to end. (laughs) Just die. And I I also wrote, uh, the suicide squad, which just came out recently. Oh yeah. That's a good one. 
could have used a 10 minute shorter ending. Um, maybe not the exact last 10 minutes. I don't know. Uh, songs, uh, Karma Police, all day, every day. And again, this is a concept album, and I know what the song is trying to go for from an artistic standpoint. But when I listen to songs, I want to hear songs, not screechy tornado sirens at the end of the song, setting the stage for the emotionality of the next song. And so, yeah, it's that. And I was like, we're driving along, my wife and I, one day, and Karma Police is on. And I'm like singing along to it. This is what you get. <laughs> and, you met, and she's like, this is a, a cute song. And then it gets to that. <laughs> all feedback for like a minute and a half. Yeah. And they play that on the radio. Yeah. And I'm just mm. like, can you not? Just understand me and give me a radio edit and cut that. Just you fade it down before it gets into the fax machine noises that Elaine does. Hey, man. <laughs> this this song was definitely made for the music video that they made for it. Uh, yeah. You know, like where they had to you have to have time here when you're doing this one take thing all the way through, you know, like, so hey, Tom York's in the back of the, the, the in the back seat. Now he's not in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he go? Michelle Gondry did that one, didn't he? I think oh, I think that's I think so, yeah. God yeah. damn, that's such a good music video. They do mm-hmm. they do amazing stuff. That's a good But pick. yeah, Jeremy is right about that. Like it's 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 a great song and then yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, don't nice. need it. I'm going to give credit to uh, Jeremy's buddy, uh, Stephen Sean Ford, uh, actor, director, extraordinaire, um, who is uh, who tweeted not too long ago uh, that uh, he thought Blade Runner 2049 was nearly a perfect film. Uh, he thought that if it was recast or there were subtle casting changes and was a little bit shorter that it would have been a huge, huge, huge blockbuster. I agree with them. Um, mm. I, not so much on the casting. I think the casting is spot on, except for Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. <clears throat> um, but I understand why they put Jared Leto in that role. If they're going to have that role, they can have that role with Jared Leto. But <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I do agree that not necessarily, and this is like what you said with Suicide Squad, 10 minutes should be shaved off at the latter half of that movie. The movie reaches its climax after Anna Diarmas' character, Joy, is killed, more or less, uh, in the raid in Las Vegas. Deckard and Kay are scattered. He's beaten up. They're talking about he needs to kill Deckard and everything. Deckard is kidnapped. Okay? Then you can jump straight to the, the lady taking him to uh to the shore and everything and Kay trying to gun her down to get him back to the daughter that whole thing with Deckard and Jared Leto's character where they bring back uh Sloan or what whatever her name is Sloan. Sloan. <laughs> Sloan. <laughs> hey tell Sloan I said what up <laughs> <laughs> Betsy Carter who is it uh the Karen Allen it's not Karen Allen the the Blade Runner lady. Yeah, I don't remember from her name before. I, uh, the one I, that couldn't. Sean. Uh, the one. Sean, that, Sean Young. Sean, Sean Young. Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they bring back Sean Young and everything, and they're, it's just absolutely. You know what I'm talking about the 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 scene in the the big water pyramid and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, all that. 
could just yep. get fucked and get <laughs> out of my life and you could go on to to the rest of the scene and i think shaving that 10 minutes out it feels like 30 minutes i'll tell would you be where fantastic. i fantastic i'll tell you where i would take the the time from and you're not wrong you could take it from there but let's go back to when we first meet jared leto and the lady in the sack falls out of the sky and the drone cams come over. I woke up in a the, sack. At that the whole of the scene, that whole scene is like 12 minutes long. And all we need is him saying, I really want to get them where they reproduce. And that's it. That's all that scene My is there to child. tell us is that he would be interested in the child of a replicant. We don't. Hell, you can give me that with text. I don't need that whole goddamn scene. I don't need it. What would happen if we cut Jared Leto completely out of that movie? Would it be There's an edit that terrible? Works. There's an edit where you make his henchwoman the the main bad. Yeah. And she kind of is anyway. He can be um, unseen. In fact, he's more powerful if he's unseen, right? Yeah, except that scene with Robin Wright where she breaks her hand over the glass of whiskey is fucking amazing no no, no i'm talking about leto a... like i if if he's oh. unseen the entire time she is the yes. one that's the yes. the, the you could make yeah you could make him like the man behind the woman yeah, <laughs> yeah no you're right that that scene with her and robert wright is fucking rad as hell man she takes her dead head up to the eye scanner and then lets it go and robin wright's just like <laughs> dead weight in that shit on the desk that scene rules <laughs> the whole movie rules but yeah it could use a little bit tightening uh, and, and I, I never thought about it. I thought that movie is fairly perfect all the way through, but, but he was right. And the, the, the song that I'll, I'll, I'll do a modern example. Uh, Billy Eilish's bad guy is a great song. I'm the bad guy. But at the end of it, of the actual song, there's like this weird coda where it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then, and it lasts for about a minute and it's like, I understand, you know, an epilogue to a song is not unheard of. It happens all the time, but like it has no value to this song whatsoever. Like we get the whole, it's (laughs) no, it's not bad. It's just like if that, and the radio edit actually does trim it off. I don't miss it. Mm. I feel fine with it. I would miss it. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, I do. Uh, although it's also it's also the darkest part of the song too. It's not dark, dark, but he she's basically talking about how she's in love with this or like this girl's dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, and in the video uh, she's doing like sitting on a dude doing pushups. Yeah. Um. Uh, by the way, Karma Police video was directed by Jonathan Glazer, <sighs> who later did Sexy Beast and Under the Skin. Oh, oh wow right. uh all right that's gonna do it for this uh episode uh keep going to syncast presented by cinema sins on facebook we're also on cinema sins twitter music video sins twitter discord and soundcloud uh but that's gonna do it for this week it's chris atkins and jeremy scott and barrett share we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Anyway, Jeremy, there are mods like uh, like Reddit and uh, Discord and shit like that. I think it's a lot more complicated of setup.
Uh, Kevin Rector. I don't know if you ever met him, Barrett, but Chris did. Um, back in like 2000, uh, he was a Wikipedia uh, mod. Like he wrote whole articles, um, but also edited and moderated other people's. And then it starts getting into this, it starts getting into this uh, discussion situation where he just got so tired of all the bureaucracy and hierarchy of it all. But I guess that's part of why the information is generally so trustworthy is that it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty tight process from what I Is it uh, now, now Redditors, Reddit mods are just in their own spare time, right? They're not paid by anybody or they're not paid by Reddit. No, I assume somebody like Barack Obama or his campaign or his, people sure pay a moderator sure to be like make sure my shit's tight right and and don't let anyone fuck it up right but wikipedia does not pay their shit like their mods or anything like that reddit doesn't pay their mods right reddit doesn't pay their mods they do have a level above mods called admins and i i believe they are staffed personnel um they're they're actually like employed by reddit um, yeah, that's my understanding. Well, and Wikipedia asks for donations, which yeah. I did. I threw them 50 bucks. A I do weeks every ago. year. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, anytime that pops up, I'm like, job well done. You've shamed me. <laughs> <Yeah>. into- <laughs> yeah. I use you all the time. Right. I mean, I know that back, what, in the 10 years ago, probably. Like I knew a guy that was like arguing with his his buddy like over like a bar argument or something like that, and he was like, "No, look, I looked it up on Wikipedia," and he literally was like updating and like editing the page as oh, the guy was talking. Awesome. He was like, "Look again," and he was like, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> what a what a funny but dick move. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Anytime somebody changes something, you know, to like as a public stunt, like I think when Ted Cruz went to Cancun, somebody changed his page to call him a resident of Cancun or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff gets caught really quickly and reverted back. That's why you probably have somebody on staff that's like your social media consultant, but also applies to to Wikipedia. And yeah, I would imagine if you were, you know, a certain level Wikipedia volunteer mod that would look good on a resume for a big company or a big personality like yeah i can edit to this level i can make all your scandals go away (laughs) that's true because that's the shorthand like if anybody's looking up scandals they're gonna go to wikipedia and be like hey what's the what what did what did taylor swift get into trouble i mean i made i made a joke but scandals are usually pretty well documented on wikipedia when i when i've looked for them so It's yep. fair and balanced, man. <laughs> it's pork in a tortilla, and it's got it's got other great got flavors in it. it. It's got other f- great flavors in it, and you eat it, and it's like, oh, this is delightful. I wonder what it tastes like when you cook it right. I uh, I have all the seasonings and spices to make my own taco seasoning, but I rarely want to do the work of measuring all that shit out, and so I'm a packet man. And the best one, mm. in my humble opinion, is Kroger's. Mm. <clears throat> is that right? I bypassed Kroger's for Old El Paso. Well, Old El Paso's good. I like all 
I like them all, man. Um, <laughs> just like pouring it in. <laughs> but uh, Ortega's is, is good, but I think the Kroger one is the best mix. That's the one that I like to use the most. Interesting. There you go. There's your tip mm-hmm. for the day. Do you not like pimento cheese, or do you think it's just overrated? Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's I, I, I dislike it so much. The fact that people like it at all makes it overrated. You really dislike it. How do you dislike it? You like sharp cheddar cheese, right? It doesn't taste like sharp cheddar cheese. What kind of pimento cheese are you getting? The kind with pimentos in it. <laughs> yeah, that looks like a salad. You know, it's 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 funny. He, Jeremy, you mentioned Colby Jack in yes. the in the cheese that you don't like or whatever. I use Colby Jack. <laughs> um, uh, I have I ha- I have I've experimented with my eggs over the years, <clears throat> and I put these cheeses on it, and the best one is Parmesan for me. Yeah, Parmesan. Solid. Parmesan gives it a body, uh, and then you throw some other cheese on it for flavor and everything. Mm. A lot of times, sharp cheddar is the best way to go. Um, but I have found that eggs taste delicious when you have Parmesan and Colby Jack mixed mm. together. Mm. I'm not saying that you're going to go out and run out and find this, you know, figure that you know, do this, but, or anything, but I think that you might have a, a slightly different appearance. Like Colby Jack definitely doesn't go on a burger, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. go on other things that you put cheese on. Yeah. But yeah. I found the richest flavor when you put cheese to eggs is Parmesan and Colby Jack. I will say, I, 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 I ate Colby Jack growing up. Um, I've always loved cheese, but mom, first of all, there wasn't anywhere near the variety growing up as there is now. There was like sharp cheddar, medium cheddar, and like three other kinds of cheese. Mm-hmm. Colby Jack. There wasn't any pepper jack. That shit didn't exist. Um, And so I ate whatever we had. Um, But a few years ago, I ordered uh, a Chick-fil-A. And if you get that Chick-fil-A with lettuce and American cheese and you throw some mayo on there, it's a flavor combination (gasps) unlike any other. Only they messed up. And put Colby Jack on that thing. And that was one of the worst fucking sandwiches I ever ate in my life. And I even tweeted, you might as well put cardboard on my chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did they have, like, Colby Jack just laying around? That's one of their options. You can do American Pepper Jack or Colby Jack. I don't even think they have... They may have Swiss. I don't even think they have Swiss. So my wife, she likes to do the spicy chicken with the Pepper Jack. And I'm like, that's insane. (laughs) <laughs> you really you might be a super taster too man like you you can't hand you're not a mm. spice guy no i really i really i really can't no jalapenos about as hot as i can go and and enjoy it um you're just not go- interested in like the the super spice no yeah. but also never, I, I, got you. I also don't eat a jalapenos like i don't mean whole i wouldn't eat a jalapeno popper that would rock my world i meant like tiny diced jalapenos as a part of a pico de gallo or something that's Mm. that's my heat level right there i remember having any kind of jalapeno on a burger this had to have been 12 13 years ago i was so afraid of it i could not eat it i could Mm. not eat anything with jalapenos on it and now it's like oh 
Yeah. That's a Look very at you now, man. You, you see we, a jalapeno we, now, and you're like, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we survived exactly. Bolton's in uh, July with no air conditioning. Yeah, oh my God. That was, that was a thing. <laughs> that mm. is the hottest thing I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, it's the hottest it. thing I ever had was Bolton's, and it, it was like the mild. It was like the lowest level of heat, and yeah. I had two bites, and I died for two mm-hmm. days. Then I came mm-hmm. back. Yeah, I got the side eye from the uh, the lady. She was like, "No," because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like the hot because I got the fish. Ah, oh, it's so good, but they have a, a dry rub. It's not like the Prince's oil right. based, right? And uh, I was like, "You do the hot." She's like, "No." It was like. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it's it's cool. I'm 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 a native, and she's I bet like, they get that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's- and I totally understand it. And it, you're absolutely right. You you should say no, but I I I assume the risk. I understand. I almost passed out, like literally, like I I got vision blurred, <clears throat> but it was glorious. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking good. When when the Nashville hot chicken. Uh, thing was exploding i remember there being a story about how people would go into princes and they they think they were all badass and everything and they would be like i want your hottest one and the people behind the counter were like no no yeah you're not you're not getting that rightfully so (laughs) you want to try you want to try something down the line first and then increase your heat you don't want to go right into uh that and and uh uh, I can only imagine what kind of peppers they're putting in that, uh, that, uh, their hottest one. Uh, I have never even touched the hottest Prince's, uh, one. The, the I've never been times. to Prince's and I want to go. Don't? Yeah. Don't no, they have one in that go. new, uh, food hall now? They do. Oh, Although yeah. I wonder, I wonder how authentic that one is that they just opened. You know what I mean? Like, is well, because it, it's going to be mostly tourists. Yeah. Yeah. They don't uh, want to. So I'd want to go out of the water. Yeah, I'd want to go on to their uh, to their original place and and just close and, by to you. Yeah, that's what I hear, and I just I just for whatever reason I've never been. But well, Hattie B's uh, is easier to get to, and it's it is. It's but just I've had <clears throat> pretty much. I've had the hottest of Hattie B's, and Bolton's medium was around that heat. It's a different. Uh, it's a different type too, because it hits you right away at Bolton's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hit you right away at, at Hattie B's uh, or Prince's for for that matter. It stays with you without getting gross. It stays with you. The oil based thing mm-hmm. for much longer. It's a two three day process, as Anthony Bourdain said. Yeah, but Bolton's is like, especially with the fish, you're in there, you get walloped, and then you're good for the rest of the day. I was not good for the rest of the day. <laughs> God damn it. I can't, I mean, I can't fucking stand, I, you guys would love that. I know you guys love this, like getting ingredients prepared and cutting and chopping and all that. I hate it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the, you know, especially because I think they need to have a very precise slice on a lot of these things. Maybe not. I mean, it still tastes great, so it doesn't yeah. really matter, but I'm, I think I feel like I'm missing out on stuff. Anyway, the worst part of it really is afterwards because you have used everything in your kitchen (laughs) 
and it's like I've got to clean this, and I've got to clean this, and I got to put this in the dishwasher, and I've got to like and like wipe off this counter five times, and it just it just never ends. It's like all right, I'm done, and then you look over, and it's like a pan, and then there's like, yeah, there's all sorts of other stuff that you use that it's all fucking you know gunked up now. Yeah, dude, we made that uh, that cheesy tomato pasta thing and the brussels sprouts i shared right and we used like four knives two cutting boards (laughs) like three plates two skillets uh two spatulas a spoon it was outrageous how much we used just to make that meal and it was my wife cleaned most of it because well she just did i I usually help but this time i was like fuck this (laughs) yeah it is nice to see like uh like everything chopped and you get your mise en place done and you get your everything ready to go and then you can just cook. It's very zen. Like uh the stuff we made for the draft, like uh the 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 ribs and the the mac and cheese was all from scratch and everything. Mm. And like it was just a fucking like a like Ida came through the kitchen. <laughs> it's, mm. just, it's just the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, I got it. Uh, I got it wiped down, and it was. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think, and I'm in no way encouraging you to try and you know change your stance on this. Uh, I felt the way you did about chopping and cutting and all that prep work um, until long into my marriage before we actually you know started cooking instead of just doing Stouffer's lasagna or whatever, um, and. I still hated it for a while, but eventually you make something good enough. And then I think it starts to like circular breathing. Like, you know, <laughs> the, no, I'm fucking Kenny, Kenny what's his name done. does? Kenny R- R- Loggins? Kenny, yeah. the yeah. saxophone man? Yes, Kenny Loggins, Kenny, the saxophone. Yes. Um, um, and I think it does start to make it. Plus, another thing <laughs> that my wife and I have discovered is that if we throw on some kind of music that we both like while we're doing the prep work, um it makes the whole experience a lot more fun you can Mm -hmm. like get into the music a little bit with your shoulders and your legs and dance a little bit but it just makes music makes everything fun you know no i agree i i think that if i were good at it uh i i would have a completely different uh you know because it is satisfying when you make something and it's and it's like oh that's how you make that, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's what you do with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I would definitely, the thing is, and, and this is all on me, uh, but when I'm reading these instructions on how to do things, it's like, okay, you're doing this and then now you're doing that. And then like, while something else, while something else is happening where there's a time limit basically yes. on that's where it 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 throws all the pressure on me to get this stuff right you know you have to actually put something on the pan at some point (laughs) i went to the pork and the the package they have that pork in is not like you i it's not like you can just go ta-da there's the pork you have i was (laughs) 